Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Not hard to stand up here. I just want to melt into the floor. <laughs> glory, 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 glory. There's someone you've been having uh, kind of serious stomach problems. Who is that person? Come on up here, sister. This just isn't a little thing. This is kind of takes up your life. What was wrong with you? Just give me your hands. Power of God. Move through her now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There's someone else. Now, this... this this does not have to do with menopause. I know the symptoms of menopause. My wife, through, my wife went through menopause. That's usually men have, that's usually men have the midlife crisis. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> and I don't know if this is a man or a woman, but it's something in your body that causes you to break out in cold sweats. Who is that person? Like your body's trying to get rid of something. Going once. <laughs> Going twice. Three times. Okay, we'll come back to that later. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. This is not my sermon. This is an intro, kind of. Let's go to Psalms 105. Had it just a second. Okay, here it is. Psalms 105, verse 37. God wanted me to speak this out. The body of Christ is entering into a new phase. The body of Christ is entering you know, into a whole new dimension. The body of Christ is about ready to finance what he's going to do. There's, going to be a new, there's, there's a new infusion. The Spirit of God is coming upon this, this land. In the midst of curse, blessing starts. He prepares a table before us 
in the presence of our enemies. Are you two together? Husband and wife? Okay. You've either seen some hard rains or you're about to see some hard rains. And it looks like this hard rain was like a beating and things have been stripped and things have been kind of barren because God is getting rid of the stuff that's, that's been hindering you. And once the washing is done, it's just going to be like a whole new life. So much fruitfulness, budding forth much fruit. Amen. It almost looks like one of those Disney cartoons. Woo! Wow. Only it's not Disney. We want to preach about Disney. I'll just say, uh, can't, will I offend people if I say something about Disney? Another word for Disney? Stupid. And I'll leave it at that. It's run by a mouse and a duck. Okay, I'll, I'll get off of that. Verse 27, 37. He brought them forth also. Interesting what you're talking about. With silver and the gold. What were you talking about, silver and gold? God bringing you back. Brought bringing back restoration. God bringing back correction. See, God is, is going to be correcting his body. What the body has thought was right for a long time, God is going to be bringing revelation knowledge, supernatural revelation knowledge. And it's going to drop into people's hearts. And people are going to say, oh my God, what have we been doing? There's going to be a sudden bout face. In the body of Christ, to those who want to know the truth. Not everybody's going to want to know the truth. Some people just want to close their eyes and march onto their own drum and fall over the cliff. Let's not go with them. He brought them forth also with silver and gold, and there was not one feeble person among their tribes. I declare a transfer, a divine transfer of godly wealth. And listen, godly wealth management to the body of Christ, not to be robbed by the world system. Not to be robbed by the lust of flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. But to be solely sold out to the end time harvest. The end time move of God. To the end time church of God. 
for the church of these last days is going to be as different as the church on the day of Pentecost was from temple worship that preceded. Some things you can't bring into the new. You got to trust in God. Trust in the leadership. Natural man does not receive the things of God because they are supernaturally discerned. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm so blessed to be hooked up with Breakforth Bible Church and you guys. You know how you can tell Breakforth Bible Church is a New Testament end time ministry? Because about over 20 years ago, they had a revival. Praise God, last lasted last a year. You know what happened to get the, the Spirit of God falling in that place? They all started dancing with the tree. Martha, did you hear what he said? That can't be right. He danced with the tree. Yeah, they all took turns dancing with the tree. Why would God do that? Oh, why did God talk through a donkey? Oh, hallelujah. Why? Help people get over themselves. Help people lay down their pride. Help them rend their hearts and let the Holy Spirit have his way. And when God uncorked the flesh, the veil, the fleshly veil that was covering over their spirit man, they began to respond more and yield more to the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God was able to have his way. Miracles, signs, and wonders. One of the greatest reasons we don't see revival is because we're in the way. Lord, just, just, just use me. But not like that, Lord. <laughs> they might think something of me. Look where you're sitting. They already think it of you. <laughs> if you want to have, if you want to build a reputation of uh, acceptance. And uh, what do you call it? Sophistication, being accepted in society, do not live a spirit-filled life. Because if you do, you'll be shunned and rejected. You'll be jeered and mocked. Jesus lived a Holy Ghost life, and they crucified him outside of town. To follow God the way he wants you to follow him, your reputation has got to go on the altar. God's not calling you to be stupid, but they will criticize you because the spirit of the world is the spirit of Antichrist, and the spirit of Christ is a spirit of anointing, and the Antichrist spirit wants to do everything it can to stamp out the anointing because it is only the anointing 
that destroys the yoke. Who's the person here you're having trouble with your hips? You're in pain? Come on up here. In Jesus' name. It's my dear sister. Give me your hands. Power of God. Move through him. Jesus' name. Bring healing and health to him. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hi there. So you're the one. Oh, my goodness. I guess you want to take care of both of them at once. There's a chair behind you, sister. Let them just assist you. Don't, you're, you're okay. You're okay. Just give me your hands. Power of God. Be loosed in her body. Clear up the hot flashes and heal her hips. In Jesus' name, ever, any bone deterioration, you be, you be repaired. You be repaired. You be repaired. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Hips. Give me hands. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Everybody say transfer of wealth. Transfer now, if you're if you're if you're if you're talking like that and thinking like, man, what am I going to get out of this? It's going to pass you right by. Because it's not for you. Just like some but operating in the healing anointing, they take credit for themselves, it's over. Jesus had a, Jesus had a flow of finances in his ministry. Jesus, Judas was stealing from it. He ended up hanging himself because of it. Why am I, why am I saying this? Because when you start touching things that are holy, you don't repent, it'll cause you to betray the ones, the very ones that you that God sent you to serve. It'll end up costing your life. You ought to read you ought to read what happened to Jesus sometime. Oh, but he didn't mean to. It doesn't matter what he meant or didn't mean. Actions have consequences. But God knows my heart. He also sees the actions. Ooh, somebody need to hear that. If you're doing stuff right now you shouldn't be, it doesn't matter if you think your heart's right. Your action will corrupt your heart. 
lead you too far away to ever get back. Come on now. Well, I don't know if that was me or not. Well, if you're questioning, it might be. I think this is going to be a shotgun message here. We're just going to both bear a You know the old story about the one guy that was looking for a, a good driver for, for a stagecoach? He, hired th- he looked at three people. First two got up there, and they drove that, that, that stagecoach as close to the edge of the cliff as they could. Didn't, didn't, uh, didn't, didn't fall off. The third guy, he drove it as close to the, to the hug the wall all the way. Guess, guess which one he hired? The one who hugged the wall. Because he wasn't interested in the, their ability to drive. He was interested in the safety of his passengers. God's not interested in how, how close you can live on the edge. How much disobedience you can allow in your life and then keep coming skating back. Because one of those times when you're out there not listening to the voice of God... God could be warning warning you, and you don't listen. You come on up on it, bam, too late. This is good preaching. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, my, look at the time. Oh, <laughs> look at your neighbor and say, I'm so glad you came this morning. You sure needed to hear this. <laughs> Who's the person in here you have inflamed joints? In, I mean, not just inflammation in your joints sometimes, but your, your joints are inflamed, and it's causing you problems right now. Is that you? In fact, it's almost to the point where your joints are so inflamed that it's costing them the integrity of them staying together and in a, fun- in a functioning order. Is that you? Okay, there's one other person in here. It's like your joints are breaking down because of the inflammation. Sister, it's not you again, is it? <laughs> Feels good, doesn't it? Good. All over? Okay. Thank you, Father God, for healing her. Anybody with bones or joints, come on up here. The healing of God is, healing, healing anointing is really powerful right now for healing in the bones and joints. You're getting more, aren't you? They got you. They got you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Are you here to catch? Are you here to receive? Yeah, they want to know when I 
Okay. Sister. They got you. Mm-hmm. Jesus' name. Not anymore. More! <laughs> Power of God loosed in him. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Can you back her up? We're not wanna, we don't want to mess up that pretty hat. <laughs> we don't want that on your mind. Thank you. So you can receive fully from God. There you go. There she goes. In Jesus' name. Hello again. Is that knee? of God. Jesus' name. Does God do this all the time? Maybe not exactly like this, but blessing people he does. Wow. Who's a person that has a problem with their their jaw being out of line? Don't run out and eat a Big Mac and come back and tell me. <laughs> we all look different. You have a lot of popping in your jaw. It feels like your jaw, a lot of pressure builds up. You what? Did you punch him back? Shucks. Was a kid. <laughs> Give me hands. Which side of your jaw? Put your hand on there. Power of God. Loose it in him now. In Jesus' name, make good on your promises that by your stripes he is healed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Give me hands. Just put your hand on your jaw. Power of God flow through her now. 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 
now in Jesus' name. Thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. You don't have to fall down to be healed. Makes the preacher look good. That's what it's all about. I was in one church down in Mexico. Pastor there, bless his soul. He wanted God to move so bad that he would, he would go behind me and catch. I was praying for people there going over, under, over. And I found out why. He was standing behind them, putting his knee in the back of their leg and pulling it backwards. <laughs> I said, brother. <laughs> Everyone had fallen down. <laughs> he was wanting to move of God. So much. His heart was in the right place. We did have a move of God in that place, but that just didn't have to be it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. There's someone in here, you, you suffer from curvature of the spine. Curvature of the spine. Say again. God's working on that. Amen. This is, I think this is called scoliosis. Has anyone had that? Going once. Going twice. Because I was I was looking at someone and uh, just below their uh, just below their shoulder blades, their back kind of went like this. I can miss it, but I don't think I am. Going once, going twice. Three times. Okay. Hallelujah. Why don't you open your Bibles to he wow, it's not twelve o'clock around. Pastor Sean didn't give me any instructions. Where's the hit squad? I about five till. All the guys are like, I am hungry. <laughs> We've never been cannibalistic until now. <laughs> Let's go to Hebrews chapter where it's safe. Hebrews, 11, Hebrews chapter 12. Hallelujah. It's amazing how the songs even went together with the message this morning. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Where's the worship leader? Is she still in here? Is she out doing something else? Okay. All right. There's a river of psalming that's going to come out of her. 
Like she was up, she's she's up, she's up there standing. And right before she started singing that psalm, it's like I saw like she was a, a mouthpiece, like you'd see pouring out. And it's 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 just gonna get more. Hebrews. There you are. You come up here. Be loosed. Be loosed. Be loosed. Be loosed. Be loosed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. My sister, when you're backing up, not wanting to fall down, you're also resisting the Spirit of God. So if he comes on again, you got two strong, strapping, <laughs> brave men behind you. They will not be intimidated by you one set whatsoever. <laughs> be loosed! Be loosed! Be loosed! Their timing could be better. <laughs> Come on, chop, chop, guys. Looks can be deceiving. God be loosed in the song of the Spirit. You've gone to a certain level, but God wants you to adorn His sanctuary with songs that Jesus sings. Because He said He would sing in the midst of His congregation. He rejoices over us with singing. Let Jesus sing through you to His people. And bring them up to a whole new level of worship. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 12. That was better. <laughs> you were ready for it that time, weren't you? <laughs> Preparation time is never wasted time. <laughs> hey, you should have seen some of my blunders. <laughs> In the prayer line at some of the conferences, I ushered at. Whoops, missed that one. <laughs> Go to the next one. Thank God they were, I mean, it was under the anointing. There was. <laughs> I'm the way I am because God saved my bacon a lot of times. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 22, but you're coming to Mount Zion unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, and to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. 
And to Jesus, the author, the Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. Cain was an idiot. Probably preach that one day. Don't be an idiot like Cain. Just do right and you don't have to covet your, your brother or sister's possessions. God will bless you if you obey the word just like God blesses them. You don't have to be covetous. Abel honored God with his gifts. Cain gave, gave God his leftovers. It's like a week after Thanksgiving. Who likes that turkey then? It has a zombie tinge to it. Cain was, Cain was not getting blessed. Abel was. So Cain came up behind Abel and had a rock and did the wrong thing with it. Killed him. The Bible says that the, that the voice of, of Abel's blood cried out to God from the ground. Avenge me of my wrongful death. The blood of Jesus speaks better things than that of Abel. The blood of Jesus does not speak cursing, does not speak avengement, does not speak make it right by me. The blood of Jesus speaks redemption, speaks restitution, speaks righteousness, speaks your healing's been paid for, Speaks redemption. Speaks restitution. I can't say enough about it. restitution. You know what? If people do you wrong, don't try to get it back from them. Let the blood of Jesus speak for them too. Remember, remember the the uh, the guy, the servant that owed like hundred something dollars. This I'm just. This is just an allegory. Actually, owed a lot more. To his, to his master, talk about hundreds of thousands of dollars. The master's about ready to sell him and his family to pay the debt. And, and he came and got on his knees and, and begged for forgiveness. And the master took pity on him and forgave him. What did that idiot do next? He went out and grabbed a guy that owed him 10 bucks. Again, I don't know the exact, I'm just, it's an allegory. Said, pay me up. No, I don't have it. He tried to, he did, he said the same thing to the, to, to the guy that was forgiven, but this guy wouldn't forgive him. When the master heard about it, he went and got that guy and threw him in prison the rest of his life because he was forgiven so great a debt, but yet he has had such a small heart that he never forgave anybody their debt. Let me tell you, everyone that's ever done anything against you or me, the same God that forgave you, forgave them too. If we want to hold on to offenses, there won't be any blessings. All we'll have is offenses. 
Judge not that ye be not judged. Hallelujah. How did it give off on that? It's supposed to be an uplift message. Faith works by getting even. Faith works by being an avenger. No, but actually praise stills the enemy and the avenger. When you decide to become an, an avenger, you're actually working for the enemy. Because you've now taken on the God's right to judge. You've taken it upon yourself. And you and I are not smart enough to be a righteous judge. Come on now. Glory to God. God has no lynch mobs. Haman should take care of that for you. He's going, to hinch, he's going to lynch Mordecai. He ended up doing the, doing the dangle step himself. <laughs> Let God take care of your enemies. Don't, oh, he's taking too long. That's because he's got it planned out just right. I'm serious. When God judges things, just like the children of Israel, God told them, hey, guys, take one last look. Show those Egyptians, stupid idiots, following you in the Red Sea. You will never see them again. Watch this. Horse and rider thrown into the sea. You know, we're, we're out here trying to do this, do that, and we got our little, we got our sword out there, we're going to avenge ourselves. It's like one of those little plastic party favors that they put in an olive. We go over here to try to avenge ourselves. God, God just waits, bides his time. He says in Psalms 37, he laughs. Because he sees the day coming. He just gathers them all in one place because they're all too stupid and too prideful to know what's coming on them. And all of a sudden, bam! Where'd they all go? I got rid of them. Get ready. This is what's going to happen for this nation. Pride comes before destruction. A haughty spirit before a fall. There's a lot of evil people bragging about their evilness, bragging about blah, 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 blah. Where'd they go? They're gone. What they sowed, they reaped. Harvest time is not only blessed. In a time of harvest, you reap the harvest of the seed you sowed. Thank God we have the blood of Jesus that speaks for us. But they don't have any blood speaking for them. You can take that to the bank too. 
Glory to God. Speak his better things than that of Abel. Let's go to uh, Ephesians chapter 1. Everybody say, the blood of Jesus makes all things right. Makes all things even. I don't have to justify myself. The blood of Jesus is what justifies me. He has added his righteousness to my account. You want, you want to hear a good way to stay in victory and stay in boldness? He hath made him to be sin for us who knew the only sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So I think it's Psalm, Isaiah chapter 57, not toward the last part of the chapter, says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up in judgment against you, you do condemn. For this is the heritage of the church of the Lord. Now listen. And their righteousness is of the Lord. This is the trap we get into. We're walking along. And all of a sudden, we become a booger head. <laughs> They've got to clean up her mess and put on a new huggy. He, he doesn't have to do that. I was just over here, okay? Please. <laughs> Clarify that. Good. It's a big, big mess. That's, man, that's when we go, oh, praise God. I'm going to lean on your righteousness. I'm going to lean on. Father, I'm in faith for your righteousness. Because I don't believe myself right now and nobody else is either. So I've got to lean on your righteousness to make it through and believe you to be an ever-present help in time of need. That's good. It works. Then a couple weeks down the road, man. I have been living that holy life. Yeah. Look at myself in the mirror. Hello. Hello, you holy looking righteous thing. Yeah. I am good. I am cool, yeah. I look good now, but I'm pretty enough to hang out with Jesus now. Come on, Lord. Let's go hang. Yeah. We think we're good. But it's not by our works of righteousness that we qualify for anything. When you're, when you're walking good or you're not walking so good, it's still his righteousness that qualifies us. And we should be more intent on his righteousness during that time because that's when we can mess up because we put trust and confidence in the flesh. You ever been there, done that, bought the T-shirt, tried to hide it, and somebody dug it out and found it? He speaketh better things than that of Abel. Ephesians 1, verses 3 through verse 7. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as He chosen us before Him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy 
and without blame before him in love, having, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ unto himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, according to the good pleasure of his will. According to the good pleasure of his will. That's a, where is that at? That's in verse 3, verse 5. According to the good pleasure of his will. God does not consider you and I a charity case. Well, I made the promise to, Ab- to Adam. And I am noted as a God of my word. So Jesus, you got to get down there and redeem that scum. No. We were holy, without blame, before him in love. We have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. This is what the blood speaks over you. The blood speaks covenant. The blood speaks redemption. The blood speaks the finished work of Christ. Brother Hagin had a vision one time. He was caught up to heaven. We got up to heaven. He got before Jesus, and he fell down with such a sense of unworthiness. And he, and, he, and, he knelt, and he knelt before Jesus and said, Jesus, I'm so unworthy. I'm so unworthy. I'm so unworthy. Jesus knelt down and picked him up by the shoulders and stood him up and looked at him in his eyes. I said, don't you ever call unworthy who I have made worthy. If Jesus were to appear in this room this morning, my dear brother here, I know faces. What is your name again? Mike. Okay, thank you, Mike. My brain ain't, yeah. My, I have the mind of Christ because mine don't work half the time. <laughs> Mike, if you, were, if you were to stand in front of Mike and take his eyes and look all the way through Mike's being to the very core of his being, he wouldn't be able to find one thing that would displease him. Because he and I, you and I and him, Mike, we're all holy without blame before him in love. If he's looking for righteousness, we're made God's righteousness. When he looks at us, he says he sees himself looking right back at him. Come on. That's why we can have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Even when, even with, even when we did a big, stupid whoop-de-doo, once you confess it, it's forgiven. But God, I did that same whoop-de-doo ten times a day. I know I'm tired of me. I know he's tired of me. Well, every time you forgive it, every time you confess it, he forgives it, and he forgets it. Every time you confess something, even though you might have done it 20 times in one day, it's just like it being the first time. Come on. Jesus never gets tired of you. He loves you with an everlasting love. With loving kindness, he draws, he draws us. How do we get there? 
We overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. In heaven, you have someone testifying for you. The blood of Jesus speaks better things than that of Abel. But on the earth, you got to testify for yourself. So the way, the way we overcome the devil is by continually putting in our mouth what the blood of Jesus is saying for us. Saying, he speaks redemption. He speaks covenant. He speaks salvation. He speaks covenant. He speaks the finished work of Christ. And we've got to take those very words and put them in our mouths and rehearse them and speak them over us so that when the blood speaks, we echo. When the blood speaks, we echo. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus is our righteousness. He is the great I am. I made his image. I'm the little I am. He's made me righteous, therefore I am righteous. He's, he provided healing, therefore I am healed. He hath blessed me with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, therefore little I am I am blessed. I've taken on his nature. I've taken on the completed work of Christ and the full benefits of my redemption. And how do I get him in my life? By the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. The blood of Jesus. Jesus declares this in Luke 22. We're not going to go there for, for sake of time. I'm going to have you out here after at 15 after. Is that okay? Okay. Uh, he took the cup. He said, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. From Matthew chapter 1 to the, re- to the last word in Revelation. The New Testament is in liquid form in the blood of Jesus. And when you pass through that blood, you pass through pure redemption. You pass through the finished work of Christ. In the Old Testament, God provided a type of that at the Passover. Pharaoh said, I'm going to kill all you, all you, all, all your firstborn. Moses said, well, you just pronounced judgment on yourself. Tonight, I'm gonna, God said, I'm going to pass through the land of Egypt. And every firstborn child in Egypt is going to die. But what I want you to do, I want you to go and take a spotless lamb, dip it in a hyssop branch, dip it in the blood. And I want you to go and I want you to anoint Lentil and the door, the doorposts and the lentil of the door. What happened? They dipped that, 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 that branch in the blood, and when they swiped it on the, on, the, on, the, on the lentil, the blood ran down in a vertical motion. Then when they took it and they hit the doorpost and the other doorpost, it made, a, it made a, a horizontal motion. So on every household in Israel that night, there was a, there was a, there was a, there was a cross 
on every door made from the blood of a spotless lamb. And God said, when I see that blood, I'm going to pass over you. Here's growing up in denominational church, I didn't didn't know. I thought back then God killed, killed people. He allowed him to die, but he didn't do that. He wasn't the executor of it. <laughs> yeah. God was not the death angel that night. Yeah, I'm going to whack those Egyptians. <laughs> you guys need Benny and the boys. They need to get together. Put a little blood on so we won't come and wax you guys. Capiche? We don't serve the Godfather. We have the Father God. What did he mean when he passed over? Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God lifted his hands off of the children, off of Egypt, and the devil went to town. Now, he did not give him full control because if he could have, he would have killed everybody. That's just his nature. But when the death angel came, God saw that blood, and he passed over. His presence rested upon that house. That death angel could not pass through the barrier of the blood. Like when when they put the blood on the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant, his glory came down as a testament to the blood. Romans chapter 8 verse 2 says this. For the law of the spirit of life that is in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. For sin should not have dominion over you anymore. For you're not under the law, but under grace. Because the blood of Jesus crying out grace, grace, finished work, finished redemption. When you feel like you're at your worst, you still look like the perfect perfect, pristine, crystal clean righteousness of God. Because in the eyes of your father, you look like his son. And you're worthy of all of the promises of God. In him, in you, and in your relationship with him, all of the promises of God in him are yes and amen. So we can come boldly before the throne of grace to obtain Mercy, find grace to help in time of need. When you come before the throne, guess what? The blood of Jesus is there saying, Father, give it to him, give it to him, give it to him. It's theirs. They're holy and not blame before you love. Give it to him, give it to him. In fact, if you, go, if you were to go before the throne of God right now and look around heaven, the blood of Jesus would say this. Look around Everything you see is yours. It's been bought and paid for. Now I'm here to declare it. What the blood declares about us in heaven, we have the boldness to declare for us here on earth. And as we believe the things we say come to pass, we shall have whatsoever we say. Amen. Everybody say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I just say what God says. 
Now I know he's not a liar. I'm not righteous because of how I feel. I'm not even righteous because of how I believe. I'm righteous because God has already made me that right that way. I receive the benefits of it because I choose to believe it. Whether I choose to believe it or not, it's still an established fact. So what I think I'm going to do, I think I'm going to trust God. I think I'm going to believe God above what I feel. And I'm going to believe it and speak it. And I'm going to receive the full benefits of my redemption. Of because of what Jesus because of what Jesus did and because of what the blood speaks. Amen? Amen. Amen. Pastor. Well, glory to God. Anybody get something today? Yeah, yeah, he had impartations for us today. I believe each and every one heard with those ears of the Spirit. And there was things, physical gifts, uh, impartations for your future, for your families, for those things. Thank you very much, Pastor Billy, for, for releasing what the Lord had given to you. So let's just take a moment right here. Uh, if everybody would, if you just uh, close your eyes, bow your head. I have to ask a question. If anybody doesn't have that relationship, if anybody doesn't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you don't have what Billy had been at, talking about this whole time, where you're washed clean, where you feel like you're free, if you don't have that, can you just slip your hand up in the air so that we can pray with you? Thank you. Thank you for those hands. So what we're going to do, is there anybody else? Anybody else? What we'll do is everybody, if we'll just pray together. And we're, we're just going to pray. We're going to say, dear Lord Jesus, wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe that you're risen from the dead. And that you're coming back again for me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost. A hunger for the things of God. And a holy boldness to preach Jesus. Thank you that I'm saved. And that I'm on my way to heaven. Because Jesus just came in my heart. Amen. So if any of you prayed that prayer for the first time, we have altar care up here on the other side. We have a gift bag for you that, that has, um, there's some books in there, there's some things, just all free. So please come and get them. They'll help you grow. They'll make you stronger. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.